You already know what it is, man. Welcome, Modern Talkers. This is Modern Talk. Um, <clears throat> this is round who knows what. Um, and uh, I was um slow day today. Uh, I woke up and um, I woke up and then Pete left like immediately I didn't even get out of bed and he was like I gotta go and I was like should I come and he was like I don't think so and I was like cool so that was one of my better stories of all time um but uh so I was alone that was the point of that story um so I stayed in bed for a bit just chilling and uh then I got up and I tried these um it's not part of the diet but um, they're limited edition, so I had to, had to try them, they're, um, birthday cake fruity pebbles, so I was like, man, birthday cake's one of my favorite flavors of anything, and I love fruity pebbles, but I think they're really hard to eat, because they get soggy too quick, but I'll make an exception, and I have to try these, so, and that was the one, like, sugary thing that I bought, uh, at Target the other day. Um, uh, and I tried it and it was like, it was all right. I wouldn't get it again. Um, I don't know what I'm going to do with the box. Maybe sell it online in 50 years. Who knows? Um, but, uh, <laughs> well then they'd come up with a, because it's the 50 year anniversary. So, um, they're going to do. I'm sure a hundred year anniversary if we're still all alive. So, um, that'll be old news maybe. Um, and then I finished WandaVision. So good. Cried so much. And then, um, what else did I watch and cry at? Oh, dude. Um, uh, the show Dave, I recommend that too. Um, if you like this podcast, you probably will like that. Um, it's, it's funny and fun and interesting and inspiring. Um, and I guess I can't really say what exactly it is, but, um, there's a part in there, um, that, uh, is really relatable to me right now about a girl. Um, so I think it's not very, um, that me saying that isn't very, um, cryptid. Uh, there's a breakup in, in the show and, um, and I just rewatched for some reason, YouTube recommended me watching, that part, um, edited together with just the, the, like, sad parts of that, <laughs> so I was like, yeah, that, that was really good, and, um, I like to see what it looks like together, all, all together, and then cried so hard for that, and then, um, oh, your boy sensitive, um, and I FaceTimed with, uh, or Zoom called, whatever, with um, Dylan and Tina, who both did the podcast. Um, 
and uh, Tina, aka Teens. And uh, when I told her that um, uh, I'm not with my girlfriend anymore, then uh, she said, oh no, Tom, I'm so sorry. I know you're a sensitive soul. Like, are you okay? And I was like, wow, that's like, I think that's really nice. <laughs> um, uh, so that was like, I don't know. That was a cool thing to hear someone like say, I know you're a sensitive soul, like, cause they need to know you so well to, to say that I feel like. So I think that's, um, a sign of, uh, teens and I eyes friendship. I feel like that doesn't sound right. My and Tina's friendship, maybe, is the right, correct, grammarly way to say it. So yeah, she's right, I'm a sensitive soul. For some reason, I've been wanting to watch the 1989 um, uh, live in Austin, Texas, Stevie Ray Vaughan <laughs> uh, video. Um, he's just so good, and I've been watching that since I was a little kid, so it's just like such a um, thing in me to love um it's weird like you grow out of stuff a lot um but some things just stay with you and that um is just something I always love to watch and listen to um I think he's so underrated and uh it's just like something in my family that we always listen to him um but um for some reason that uh, that one show of his sticks out to me and I want to watch that like every six months or something. Um, so I started watching that and I felt inspired, um, by the way he plays the guitar, <laughs> um, uh, to do another podcast cause, um, I think it's been like a day or something. Uh, yeah, cause I didn't do it yesterday. So it's been like probably over a day, maybe a day and a half then. Uh, but so that brings me to yesterday. We caught you up on today. Uh, I We got up early and I showered and Pete showered. Um, man, like that's so not something that matters. I'm not good at, at uh, editing, a, editing a story on the fly. I have to like go go over it in my head before. Um, and even then sometimes it isn't great or I have to like pause really <laughs> deeply and then like be like, oh, that's not important. Okay. That's not important. Okay. I have to say that. And then, okay, let's go. Um, so, but we got up and then we went to, uh, Krispy Kreme donuts to pick up donuts for, um, to have donuts at the church. Uh, cause it was Sunday. Sorry. I forget. People don't know exactly what my life is all the time. Even though I, I say all the stuff all the time. So it's like, do, do you think they know? Or do you think they don't know? Um, <laughs> so we went there and no one was there, which is crazy. Cause like I thought a Saturday, Sunday morning, geez, I don't even know my own days. I would think a Sunday morning people are getting donuts and chilling or, you know, getting coffee and chilling or whatever and or going to church. Um, but I know not everyone does that. So we went to Dunkin' Donuts and when we got there, they said, uh, someone just like, they said like two workers said to each other, like someone just ordered two dozen donuts. Isn't that crazy? And then, um, 
And then they're like, so anyway, what do you guys want? And we're like, uh, <laughs> two dozen donuts. And they're like, oh, geez. And I was like, you're called Dunkin' Donuts. Why are you mad if people are buying donuts? And then later, someone came in with a Dunkin' or uh, a Krispy Kreme drink. And we were like, how did, what did you, what? And they're like, yeah, they, uh, they opened at eight. And I guess we got there after eight. And then, so that, that makes me also like question. Cause, um, when I went to, um, Angelo's that, um, Italian buff buffet, they were short staffed and they couldn't seat me for like, no one else was there, but they couldn't seat me for, I guess probably like 15 minutes or something. So I don't know if there's like something going on here or it's just like two coincidences. I'll keep you updated on that. Um, uh, and then this was my first Sunday here. So they, they said like I could help out with kind of like whatever I wanted and then they'll do the rest or whatever. And so I was like, well, I went to film school, so I'll I'll try the camera because they're like camera audio, something something else, and I just pretty much heard camera, and I didn't want audio, and then I don't remember the other ones, um, so I just did camera, and it was really cool. They had it like, it's a pretty small church because it's new. They had like maybe fifty people there yesterday, but they had like a really a really organized way of doing it in, um, maybe it was, maybe it's overkill. Some people might say, but I think that's, that's just a good way to be consistent. Um, and so like before they went, they had, they have a printed out itinerary of what's going to happen. So they say, okay, they're going to do these songs. These people are going to sing it. And then there's going to be announcements and then um, you know, et cetera. Uh, so they went over everything and they're like, any questions? And then, um, I went to the camera and then there's an app you could basically do like walkie talkies. Uh, so there was someone in my ear saying, um, uh, uh, camera one ready, camera two's live, camera two ready, camera two live. And I was camera two. Um, and uh she was saying like watch the headroom um and like giving me tips on framing of how the people should look in the frame and uh it was just really cool to be like a part of that and then I felt I really I did a really good job and um I had fun doing it it was fun like knowing it was because they were live streaming it um so it was like like not high pressure but it was like more fun doing well because um like people were watching it as it was happening and uh there's no fix it and post kind of thing and uh and it just it it also made it uh go faster because it was like I was focusing on like the technical aspects and then it was like you're focused and then all of a sudden it's like over um uh, and it was nice to have the, the itinerary because, um, I could know whose song it is next so I could stay on them more. And then, um, 
but also switch over to the other person because there was two people um, singing. Uh, so it was like fun to to feel like I got the right amount of variety and the the right timing of when it was the good time to switch the other person. Um, and yeah, it was just, it was just fun, which is, I don't know. Like, I think a lot of people would not think that was fun, but, um, I think also it helps, uh, that I went to film school. So I have like a base knowledge of what's going on. Um, and, uh, I had to like, you know, man, manually focus it. And, um, that was also fun too. And it's, I'm used to a red camera, which is like insanely intense. And there's so many settings and different things, blah, blah, blah. And this was like just a Sony something, which it was a nice camera, but it's not like a crazy one. And I think I talked about this, the Bronx guy, Ed, um, (laughs) he, he came up to me after the, service and was like hey I heard you uh did comedy like I didn't know you did that and I was like yeah I was I didn't say this but I was like it's not something that you know you like try to brag about especially if you're just like an open mic person um especially after you meet him for one time uh unless it like somehow naturally comes up but um (laughs) but yeah so he was like yeah, I live for comedy, man. Like, when we were living in the Bronx and stuff, we would go to Manhattan, the Manhattan Improv, and see all kinds of people like Andy Kaufman and Howie Mandel. And I was like, whoa, that's crazy. I just listened to podcasts with Howie Mandel. And um, just just being in, like, the mecca of comedy and watching it in New York City and all that stuff. So that that would just be really really cool then we came back here and i i didn't have any donuts i was good about that if they're Krispy cream i would have had one or two but um i think dunkin donuts aren't worth how bad it is for you so um and then i had i don't remember what it was but i remember i had um a healthy thing for lunch and uh because i only bought healthy things oh it was um a unwrapped burrito bowl from Target, uh, that's really good, um, it's just a bowl with, like, spicy sauce, and what you'd get in a healthy burrito, um, beans, rice, that might have been it, I don't know, I can't remember, but, um, like, no chicken or anything, uh, it's all, like, organic, but, uh, I guess chicken could be organic, but it didn't have any meat, it was vegan, um, so, so then we went to the pool for a while, and uh, I saw on my shoulders that, like, my skin was cracking, and um, you could, like, it was peeling, and you could just, like, see, like, my white skin under there. It looked like I was wearing a coat or something, and it was, like, one of those leather coats that start to crack. Um, so that it's not exciting. Um, I need to get like lotion for that. Uh, I've been putting on sunscreen. I think there was one day that I didn't put on sunscreen, but I wasn't out there for very long, but that might've been what happened. Um, 
So that really stinks, but that's what it is. And uh, I had a really good tan going. Like, I still do, but it's, like, right there. It's bad. And we played that uh, football game again. I, I, I must have told you guys about that. Um, one person stands on one per side of the pool, and someone stands on the on the other, and then you the one person throws to one side of the other so that the other person can't catch it. And if they do catch it, they get a point. And if they don't catch it, the person who throws it gets a point. Um, it's pretty simple. And um, I won the first game and then pretty handily, not going to lie. And uh, and there's like a there's like a ledge at the end where um, we were standing standing on so that like it's easier to push off and and catch the ball um but since I won so easily the first time uh Pete used the ledge and I just had to stand in like the you know I don't know four or five feet deep um and then try to dive uh which makes it significantly harder and so he won the second one the second time we played and then I won the last one so if anyone's keeping score it's me three to two and um, uh, we're probably going to keep playing that. Um, I don't know why it's like so fun to me, but it is really fun. And then we went inside and did dinner. Um, I cooked uh, these vegan, like, I can't remember what they're called, like the Beyond Chicken or Impossible Chicken or whatever it's called. And uh, And I gave one to Pete and he's like, yeah, this is great. Um, and I was like, isn't it better than the other plant-based chicken I got? And he's like, uh, yeah. And then later I was telling someone else that, um, we were eating plant-based chicken and, um, he was like, oh, I thought this was real chicken. I was like, no. And he's like, oh yeah, that's really good. And so that's like a good advertisement that it actually is good chicken. Not that he has very high standards, but um it's it's good it's good for for being so much healthier uh and then i used um some sauces that really helps yeah then we did the zoom with the cinematic arts people and then from college and then it was only the three of us me tina and uh dylan and we did like we we're like, oh, we should do like a video podcast or something. And we're like the host and we talk about whatever. And so we <laughs> we recorded it. I don't know if it's like going to go anywhere or be good or whatever, but um, it was fun to do. And then and fun to catch up with them. Uh, and then we did a FaceTime call with one of our Pete and I's mutual friends who... Um, I we know in a like really weird way um <laughs> I don't even know if I should I guess I'll I'll get into it but he DM'd Pete out of nowhere and uh with a picture of him me and uh our friend Kendall we did face masks um one time and he said like yo man it's not cool to do blackface like that's not it anymore um you know 
it's not racially sensitive. My people are very offended by that. Um, and Pete like knew this guy only through social media, but like he was always just like a kind of fun and funny guy. And, uh, and so Pete was like, he's usually funny. So I don't know if he's joking or if he like, this is actually something that he is misunderstanding that we did blackface. And this is actually something that he's upset about. So he tried to like, you know, diffuse the situation and be like, yeah, I mean, it's not, we weren't doing that as it's like a thing to like a lot of people do to um, make their faces look um, cleaner. What is it? Uh, What's the word I'm thinking of? Um, Whatever. Cleaner is fine. Uh, And cleansed? I don't know. Um, clearer. Yeah. My face is clear. Yeah. Um, faces be clearer. I almost forgot it again. <laughs> and, uh, it, it wasn't anything racial at all. And he's like, I'm, you know, I'm telling blah, blah, blah. Who knows? Like, I can't remember what he said now, but he got this whole thing going and then he got, uh, he got Pete. And then um, they're laughing and then they did it to me. And I was like, man, this is funny. Like, um, even if he's not joking, like he's obviously so wrong. Like, there's no way anyone's going to side with him um, if this like <laughs> gets blown up or something. Uh, so I was just like, haha. Or no, I think I sent it to Pete first. And then... Um, and I was like, dude, is this guy for real? Because I saw that um, they followed each other. And then he's like, ha no, he just he just got me with that. So, um, and then I said, ha like Pete told me, blah, blah, blah. And then, um, <laughs> and then we somehow FaceTimed that night, like laughing about what he did. And then um, we, <laughs> we, uh, <laughs> we then tried to get Kendall who was, who was the one who like got us into it. And, um, we were like trying to pretend that, uh, he like said the same thing to us too. And like, we don't know what to do. And she, she like took it way too seriously. And she like tried to explain it nice, but then also definitely got in some like, sneaky jabs (laughs) um like trying to like put him down or whatever and then she was like trying to get her boyfriend into it like if you if you got a problem like blah 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 and we're just like oh man like (laughs) you don't have to be that serious and then and then it got too serious then we're like wow we don't want to like pretend that we're in on this because she's obviously very upset and we don't want to like blow this even more out of proportion uh so we're like yeah i don't know why he's doing that like that's not funny (laughs) or something i don't even remember this was like at least six months ago so um so we (laughs) we facetimed with him again just for fun there is no um trauma that happened that we needed to talk about um but uh since Pete and I were together I guess we thought it'd be fun to do that 
and he's he's so funny and and quick and uh anyway um we did that last night and then i think the last thing i have to say is um well we we watched parks and rec um until like we were like oh we need to go to sleep we did that again which is fun and then last night i had this is the last thing um last night i had uh weird dreams about um uh my last girlfriend i don't i don't know why i feel weird saying her name um cuz i've said it before and everything so um but anyway she she was in my dream and we were at someone's house that wasn't either of ours and um it was a halloween party for some reason we're recording this in june i don't even know what month it is yeah it's june so it's pretty far from uh halloween maybe because we we were her and i were supposed to go to halloween party and then um it never happened because of covid stuff and then uh this upcoming um halloween we were supposed to do ideally go to a halloween party we didn't have one set up yet obviously because it's so far away but um there was a van gogh experience in pittsburgh that we were going to go to um before that so that was like kind of something one of the few things in the future um and like the far future that we had circled um because you needed to reserve the van gogh experience so far ahead um so i wonder if that has anything to do with like the subconscious of why i picked it to be that and so her and her cousin came to this party and I wasn't dressed up as anything um so I was like a little bit insecure about that and then um I actually had like two girls around me that were friends um but like the if she saw me with two girls she might think you know that something's going on with at least one of them um but in in the reality of that dream, they were just friends, um, and then, uh, like, I felt like I had to, like, we had to talk at some point, um, like, I thought it'd be mean to just, like, not talk to her, so I went over to her at the end of the dream, and was like, hi, I just, like, feel like I need to talk to you, um, and, um, I think her and her cousin, or no, her cousin and, like, someone else that I don't, I don't even know if I bothered casting, um, <laughs> in the dream, like, saying, like, why, like, didn't you say everything that you need to say, and, like, I thought about, it, and I was like, yeah, I guess, I guess I said everything, and then, um, then they're just like, why, why you, why you keep, like, prolonging this then, she, my ex-girlfriend I don't even like saying that yet um but she she started crying and I was like oh man like this is not how I wanted this to go and this is not the purpose of me trying to talk to her I wanted to like make her feel comfortable and um uh and then I was just like okay I guess so I guess I'll go I I'm sorry like it's good to see you and, um, then I tried to get up and it was like one of those chairs that are like really heavy and stick 
to the ground. Um, like they don't slide well. So they like the metal ones. Um, and I tried to get up and they were like really close together and it was really hard to get out. And I was like falling all over the place trying to get out, um, of there. And I wonder if that was symbolic or something. I'm sure it was. You guys could fill in the blanks for that. But, um, uh, I, you know, I was trying to get out of there and I finally did. And then I was like, when I woke up and I hope that's like a, I hope I get something out of that. And it's like a turning over the new, a new leaf thing of like, cause I keep hanging on to, should I reach out and just like check on her or, you know, something like that. Cause I don't want her to feel like I don't, um, care anymore. Um, so I guess I've been like kind of wrestling with that and then, um, ultimately being like, no, like kind of balls in her court. I don't want to, um, like make it worse somehow, blah, blah, blah. So, um, I'm hoping that'll be, that dream was like me trying to work through that and then realizing, oh, it's all good. Nothing has to be said. We're, as far as we know, we're on good terms. So until that's different, then it's not different. (laughs) Um, so yeah, and now it's raining really hard. Um, and, uh, I'll probably make some lunch and edit some of these podcasts and, uh, a healthy lunch. And, um, Yeah, thank you so much. I hope this made you think.